Hello, welcome to this special edition of SBC This Week. Here on the program this week, we have the brand new president of Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, Dr. Adam Greenway. Dr. Greenway, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Jonathan. It's great to be with you. All right, so basically you've spent the last 15 years as a student, professor, dean, administrator at Southern Seminary. How have those experiences prepared you to lead this seminary at Southwestern in the current SBC environment? Well, I'm very grateful for the years I was able to spend at Southern Seminary. Uh, did my Ph.D. there, served on faculty, served in various administrative uh, capacities, and of course as dean of the Billy Graham School of Missions, Evangelism, and Ministry there for six years. And all of that really taken together helped prepare me to come, in a sense, home to my alma mater, Southwestern Seminary, and to lead as president. Southwestern's heritage, of course, is the Great Commission. Their legacy is well-known, going all the way back to our founder, B.H. Carroll, second president, L.R. Scarborough, and so many others who helped shape the Southern Baptist Convention in all the ways that, frankly, hope that we will be able to do. Training pastors, a focus upon the local church, helping to raise missionaries who will go and take the gospel to the nations of the world. So, I can see how the Lord orchestrated so many things in my life, including my years in Louisville, to prepare us for this uh, new assignment from the Lord in Fort Worth. There are still several questions surrounding the previous administration at Southwestern. As you begin to lead a school, still feeling many of those aftershocks of that leadership change, where do you start? What's at the top of the list for the first 100 days of the Adam Greenway administration? Well, the first thing is to get on the ground and do a lot of listening and a lot of learning. I mean, there are things that I know from the outside in terms of what's happened at uh, Southwestern Seminary, but I think one of the strongest uh, ways that a new president should uh, establish uh, his leadership is to get out and to walk around, having conversations with uh, administrators, with faculty, with students, with staff. Uh, I need to gather some on-the-ground intelligence about what is going on, what's been happening before uh, I'm able to be in a position to really lead in the way that I believe God's called us to uh, to, to do. And frankly, I'm, I'm excited about uh, the future of Southwestern and what's going to happen. The Lord has uh, brought Southwestern uh, through many things in recent uh, time. But one of the greatest encouragements to me, frankly, was the search process and seeing how the Lord worked in the life of the Board of Trustees and in the search committee to bring them to the point of, um, of calling me as, uh, as, as president. I sense that there is a strong desire on the part of the Board of Trustees to move uh, forward in unity in fulfilling our assignment uh, by the SBC in training pastors and ministry leaders and doing all we can to help uh, motivate and mobilize folks for the Great Commission. So uh, I look forward to a variety of conversations on the campus and uh, around the SBC. Look forward to learning a lot and uh, and praying for the Lord to uh, grant uh, wisdom and and favor as we uh, lead in the days and months and years ahead. Now, for the past 15 years, Southwestern has been identified with a certain theological tribe in the SBC. Where would you like to see Southwestern positioned theologically in the denomination under your presidency? Well, Southwestern is a confessional institution, and our confession of faith is the Baptist faith and message. And as I like to say, that is our faith and that is our message. And one of the things that I've shared with the search committee, I've shared with the full board of trustees, and I've shared with the campus community is that I want to see Southwestern Seminary be the big tent seminary of the SBC. And I articulate that in terms of the seminary that's able to bring people together in the convention and to work to build bridges of relationship and understanding because we have far more uh, in common than what separates us. And the four stackpoles of that big tent vision that I've shared are, one, 
a commitment to a high view of Scripture. We are unapologetic about our belief in the inerrancy, the infallibility, the inspiration of the Word of God. Secondly, two, our confessional commitments expressed in the Baptist faith and message. Three, our commitment to the Great Commission, and Southwestern really has been the leading seminary in the Great Commission in evangelism and missions for all of its 111-year history, and then cooperation. And by that, I mean both in terms of the spirit and the atmosphere that we architect on the campus, but our commitment to the cooperative program, the greatest mission funding mechanism God ever gave to Southern Baptists, which provides a 50% tuition scholarship for every Southern Baptist student who is studying at Southwestern Seminary. If we really work to build that vision, then I believe all Southern Baptists will find uh, that Southwestern Seminary is going to be a, an encouraging place for them to come and to, to, to study with us. And some of those that will be coming are female students. Now, the role of women in the Southern Baptist Convention has been a much-discussed topic in recent years. How do you see Southwestern speaking into that conversation under your leadership? Well, we are uh, at Southwestern Seminary, like the other SBC seminaries, committed to uh, biblical complementarianism. We recognize that while men and women are uh, equal in terms of dignity and worth, uh, God has given uh, different uh, assignments, if you will, in terms of giftedness and, and calling. Our own confessional commitments say that the office of pastor is uh, limited to scripturally qualified men. Now, having said that, uh, I think it's important that we know that it's being complementarian, not having complementarianitis that should characterize our seminary, and especially seeing how God is calling and equipping female students for a variety of ministries, not just in terms of uh, women's studies, but in terms of the full range of our degree programs, in terms of the many ways God is calling people into Christian service in the church and cross-culturally. I want to be the, the leader of the seminary where those God-called women feel a sense of appreciation and value, and part of that's deeply personal for me because my own wife, uh, we met at Southwestern Seminary. She holds a Master of Arts in Christian Education degree. So uh, I owe my own marriage to the fact that Southwestern Seminary was a hospitable place for female students to come and to study. And so I am uh, deeply passionate on this subject and am um, thankful for the fact that together uh, my wife and I are prayerfully working to help Southwestern Seminary be that kind of seminary where uh, the next generation of God-called females can come and uh, thrive. Southwestern has invested heavily in its GTI program for the last decade or so. Will that continue in years to come, or has that kind of run its course and the investment uh, being made there much better spent maybe on growing the on-campus population? Well, uh, I would say that we're going to be taking uh, the opportunity to uh, look at a lot of things that the seminary has been doing in, in the last few years to make sure that um, we are emphasizing what is at the core of what should be our strength as a seminary. We have a ministry assignment given to us by the Southern Baptist Convention that first and foremost emphasizes what I believe, one, is to be residential theological education. What happens in Fort Worth is at the core of everything that we do, and we're going to be reprioritizing uh, the main campus and residential theological study. Two, the degree programs, particularly the Master of Divinity program, that that is the the core program, if we shut down everything else, that's the last thing that would go. And as you know, uh, right before my uh, election, the seminary uh, rolled out a new Master of Divinity curriculum. We're excited about that and are looking to help uh, see that new MDiv uh, thrive as we provide that. We believe the MDiv provides the most comprehensive training for the variety of callings God is uh, leading people to, uh, to follow in. And then three, 
as uh, former President Robert uh, Naylor once said, the sun never sets on Southwestern Seminary, that the global impact of Southwestern is significant through online education, through the fact we have professors and others who are committed to leading mission trips and training overseas. We want to do everything we can to bring Southwestern to those who will never have the chance to come to the campus in Fort Worth. But in terms of specific programs and initiatives, we're going to be looking at all of these things to make sure that we're stewarding seminary resources wisely, that we're making the right kind of decisions. But we're going to be recommitting ourselves to that core of strength, which is the Master of Divinity and Residential Theological Education in Fort Worth, Texas. Now, we've had you on the podcast in the past, and you've discussed the role of theological education in the SBC. Uh, and particularly, it was from the Baptist College side, how those relate to state conventions. How do you see the role of uh, Scarborough College playing into the larger picture of what you're trying to accomplish at Southwestern? I'm excited about the college at Southwestern and what I believe it offers in terms of undergraduate uh, education. It has a a very strong uh, Great Books uh, and Ideas program. Uh, I think we're going to be looking at uh, are there other uh, programs and ways we can strengthen and expand what the college is uh, doing, knowing that we have this tremendous opportunity to impact people right after high school who sense a calling to some form of Christian service or who want to know how to integrate the Christian worldview into their calling and vocation. I I want them to find at our college a place where they can have serious study, uh, practical training, the the, the heart of the Great Commission uh, beating through our campus and through our faculty. And frankly, uh, what an incredible field laboratory to be in as an undergraduate in the Fort Worth-Dallas Metroplex, where you've got such incredible diversity, you've got such great uh, opportunity for all kinds of internships and mentorships and ways to be equipped uh, for whatever uh, vocation you may be called to. So I see a lot of upside for our college and am committed to doing everything that that I can to help it uh, reach its full uh, potential. Now, you've previously mentioned in the interview the, the heartbeat of the seminary being the Great Commission. And you're both a strong proponent and practitioner of personal evangelism. Uh, that has somewhat been a calling card of Southwestern. In what ways will you lead the seminary to keep personal evangelism as a cornerstone of an education from Southwestern? Well, Southwestern really has been the pioneer in this area in terms of Southern Baptist theological education. Uh, as you may know, the first professorship of evangelism at any seminary in North America was established at Southwestern Seminary by our founder, B.H. Carroll. Dr. L.R. Scarborough held that chair, what became known as the Chair of Fire, now the L.R. Scarborough Chair of Evangelism. Matt Held by my friend, Dr. Matt Queen. And so Southwestern, when it is at its best, is always known for the priority and the passion for evangelism, particularly personal evangelism, because the most important thing we will ever do is to help connect people to the life-changing gospel of Jesus Christ. And that doesn't just happen after graduation. Uh, when a church is calling a pastor into ministry. It happens right now as a student, because what I've discovered in my years as a faculty member and as a dean, now as a seminary president, uh, people will not all of a sudden become committed to something if it's not already being birthed within them. So we are very intentional through our curricular requirements, through practical hands-on opportunities to emphasize uh, personal evangelism throughout our campus, our curriculum, and all that we do. And I intend to continue as president to lead out in those efforts and to, to model that uh, myself as a personal evangelist and having been elected to the faculty, not just as president, but as a professor of evangelism and apologetics. Uh, that's very important to me. Uh, my life at Southwestern was very impacted by Dr. Roy Fish, perhaps the greatest uh, evangelism professor 
uh, produced at a Southern Baptist seminary in terms of the students that he taught and the impact that they made. Dr. Malcolm McDowell, another professor for whom I'm greatly uh, indebted. The legacy of Southwestern in evangelism is strong. I intend to see that uh, continue. Now, Dr. Randy Stinson is joining you as provost in Fort Worth, and you two have served together as administrators for about the last five-plus years or so at Southern Seminary. As you begin to reshape things on the academic side of the seminary, how important was it for you to have someone you know and have a history with to come alongside with you as you do that? It was extraordinarily important. Uh, The provost uh, position uh, had been vacated uh, during the uh, interim period, and interim provost was named, and so the uh, search committee uh, allowed me to have a hand in helping to uh, think about who should be the next provost. Uh, In God's providence, uh, Dr. Randy Stinson, who of course had been provost at Southern Seminary, where we had served together, I had worked for for him. Uh, As I began to share with him about Southwestern Seminary and the opportunity uh, we began talking, and it was clear that the Lord was working in his life to uh, say, I'd like to come and, and help you if God calls you to Fort Worth. I want to be a part of that. That, that was, an, frankly, an extraordinary blessing to, uh, to me to have somebody that uh, I've worked for say, I want to now work for you. And, and Dr. Simpson is a man of integrity, a great leader, uh, incredible architect of, of faculty culture, and I'm excited about what he's going to be able to do in helping to look at how do we best uh, bring the, the right faculty to, to Fort Worth? How do we help create the right culture where our faculty can thrive in scholarship and teaching and service, to see our faculty deployed, serving in local church ministry and leading mission trips and, and all the things that the, uh, the provost will, will do, having somebody uh, with that level of trust. And frankly, as I was able to share with the faculty uh, as we met, um, I can know I know what it's like to have Dr. Stinson as provost because I worked for him as a faculty member, and there's nobody I would trust more to lead our faculty in the academic uh, administrative efforts of the seminary than Dr. Randy Stinson. All right, so as we conclude the interview, what is your message to Southern Baptist pastors, listeners, readers, whatever it may be, who want to know about maybe the future of Southwestern? What's what's next for the seminary? Well, I believe the greatest days of Southwestern Seminary uh, are ahead. Uh, the legacy of, of 111 years of what the Lord has done on a place we like to call Seminary Hill, where we've been since 1910, is really extraordinary. Uh, Southwestern Seminary really has been uh, a crown jewel entity in Southern Baptist life in, in, in so many ways. And um, the tradition was started uh, by our former president, Dr. Naylor, at the uh, first uh, convocation of the semester where all of the new students there, he would pronounce Southwesterners. And he would famously say, and you'd better be dead than ever dishonor the name. As a Southwesterner, it is an extraordinary uh, honor and a humbling reality to have been called to lead the seminary as only the ninth president in our 111-year history. And the pledge that I have made to the Board of Trustees is that Uh, I have come, frankly, to give the rest of my life, humanly speaking, in terms of uh, my calling, to see Southwestern Seminary live up to everything that God wants it to be. I want it to be a place where God-called men and women will come from all over the country and all over the world to be equipped for however God desires to deploy them in global service. I pray it'll be a time where People will look back with fondness because of the experiences they had with the faculty they were privileged to study with, with the relationships that they forged, and that they know that they have been equipped 
to succeed however God may use them because they had the right mix of the academic, the theological, the biblical, the historical, along with the practical, the pastoral, the evangelistic, and the like. I want to be a place where we're training people not just anchored in the past in terms of our commitments, but also with an eye toward the future. We're living in an extraordinarily challenging time where it seems like things are changing all around us. We've got to have leaders who are equipped to know how to navigate ministry in a changing context and culture, where we are helping to provide the best tools and resources to help people go out and not become a casualty themselves or to create casualties in their ministry. That, that's really my heart and passion as president of Southwestern Seminary. All right. Thanks again for joining us here today on SBC This Week. Thank you again, Dr. Greenway, for joining us. We wish you all the best as you begin to lead Southwestern Seminary. Thanks again for joining us here on the podcast, and we'll see you next time.